This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the Piper Carter Podcast to hear the stories and thoughts of Piper Carter. Follow Piper Carter on Instagram at Piper Carter. Check it. Unauthorized love letter life. Everybody dies. Check it. Lost romance. Feel it like a slow dance. From prom to a senior year. Nowadays, no whole hands. Been a few months since we spoke in. Hoping that everything is going well in your life. Despite the fact the year has been unforgiving. I hope it makes us all appreciate the living. At least a little more. Keep my thoughts pure. Like uncut cocaine smuggled from Ecuador. Very little change. Yeah, we wanting more. See the lot of things were made the same since the age of four, uh. Cause soon this Eddie Gordo helps a little bit. Taper down the stress, living in this hell pit. Like Zeus looking down from the skies. Got the clap in the streets, next comes an alibi. Your jaw chops from these lines that I draw. My gym so bright, it'll get you through the fog, yeah. I just start gazing, looking in the sky. Asking God, why? Why should I try when everybody dies? But I realized that love, yeah, it keeps me alive. Yeah, it keeps me alive from stargazing, looking in the sky. Asking God, why? Why should I try when everybody dies? But I realized that love, yeah, it keeps me alive. All right, peace, y'all. Welcome back to the Piper Carter Podcast. You are live in the studio on YouTube with your host, Piper Carter, and my co-host, Brittany and Deja, and our yeah. special guest, Asa Bay, author. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Brittany, who is that that we were just listening to? We were listening to, this is uh, this is Deja's artist of the week, Dom Deshaun. Deja, you want to tell us a little bit about him? Yeah, so this is my homeboy up out of uh, Columbus, Ohio. Um, I've known him for a few years uh, through Twitter, um, and pretty much like ever since I've known him, I think he's been a rapper, but he's always been talented. He's always been real cool, real humble, good head on his shoulders. He's just a good like internet homie. Okay. And he actually just made one of his songs, um, an NFT too. So, uh, since we're always talking about NFTs and crypto and technology, I just thought it would be cool to highlight someone that's, um, out here doing that. And say, say his name again. Dom Deshaun. How do you spell that? D-O-M-D-E-S-H-A-W-N on, um, I think, all social media platforms. And he's also on Spotify, all the, like, DSPs. So, yeah, go find him and go find his uh, NFT, too. Go support mm-hmm. him. Where, where would you, is he, is his, NF, what is his in, platform is his NFT on? Uh, let me go back to it. I... I'm still learning about all of this. It's still crazy to know that there are different platforms for them all. Yeah, because like, um, you know, there's at least a couple hundred. Yeah, it looks like it's on mintsongs.com. Say that again. Mint songs. So am I am I N T? Is that two words or one? One word. The website is mintsongs.com. Okay, and so just for people who are like, uh, I want to do NFT. Like, how do I do it? Like, how would they go about, you know, um, getting it? You do have to purchase it with um, ETH. So, like, that's a digital currency. Um, ETH. ETH. ETH, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. I'm sorry. So, that's yeah, okay. We just have to, uh, I'm sorry, you would just have to use your funds to buy the digital currency. And then from there, you can purchase his song on the NFT. Okay, that's what's up. 
All right. Awesome. Thank you, Deja. Thank you, guys. That's a great, that's great music. I like the beat. Yeah, right. That sample is so nostalgic. Had mm-hmm. to put them on for a minute. Who um do you know who made that beat? I don't actually. It's it's pretty cool though. Yeah, let me find out real quick so we can shout them out as well. Okay. And then um so so how's your week been, Brittany? Um, my week was good. Um, the weekend was interesting, you know, doing the family thing with the um Christmas holiday, however you perceive it. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Got to see my dad's side of the family, my mom. How are they doing? They're doing good. They're doing really good. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was chill. Um, happy Kwanzaa, everybody. Happy Kwanzaa. Of course. Yeah, today's the third day of Kwanzaa. I know. This is just a perfect like gift. We have Asa here in the studio. Yeah. For the second day of Kwanzaa, right? For the third day. Excuse me, the third day. Yes, it's Ujima. Correct. Or Ujima, however you want to pronounce it. And that is collective work and responsibility. So I'm going to kick it to you. How do you see this Asa collective work and responsibility? How would you build on that? Um, I think that that's the requirement for us getting our stuff together as human beings during this time. You know, it's time to step outside of that fragmented uh, mental space into, you know, unifying with like minds. It doesn't they don't have to be the same skin color, you know, for people who are just, you know, pro whatever their uh, group is. But, you know, it's just working collectively to achieve different goals and shift the paradigm. I like that. I love it. That's what's up. How was your weekend, Pipe? Um, what did I do this weekend? Oh, you know what? I was working on my business plan for We Found Hip Hop. And I know I've been in business forever, but I have these different business plans I've been doing. So my photography business plan, I was working on that during this class the last couple of months. That one is like, I want to say like, 85% done, even though I've been a photographer for like 30 years. And the music business with the women in hip hop, even though I've been in business, I am just now working on the business plan. And so um, it's about, I'm going to say it's about 50% done. I feel pretty, pretty good about it. But um, I'm not sure if I told y'all, I got accepted. You know, I've been doing all these classes and courses. So I got accepted into this program. Oh, first, um, I'm not sure if I told y'all. I told y'all I finished my certificate mm-hmm. with the Clive Davis um, School of Music Business. Yeah. And um, I finished with the Afro Future Tech Summit. Um, that was like about two and a half, three months. And it's different technical training. So you get um, people from Microsoft, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, just different platforms, you know, Apple, and they teach you like different um, technologies. And so I completed that. And then um, I got accepted into this next program, which is called Profit Lab. And what they do, they teach financial literacy. So I'm in the um, op- um, Operation Hope um, uh, small business development um, program. And now I'm going to be in this like smaller program that teaches you like business finance and this kind of thing. So I'll be able to add that into the business plan. So I've been doing business like hustling, if that makes sense, since I was eight years old, like I say, with my first lemonade stand. But um, 
am at this point learning how to um, build a business and build wealth Mm -hmm. and build a business that'll live beyond me working for the business. And so that is something that um, I had not had skills around. Like I have skills about working hard and doing work and getting paid to do, you know, for like transactional I do work and I get paid, but this is actually helping me build, um, think of how to create a structure so that the business is making money without me working. Although I love working, but again, I will be 50 next month. So I have to think about building wealth and wealth that lives beyond me and wealth for, you know, future generations. So anyway, um, long story short, that's uh, that's, that's what dope. I've been doing is preparing Investing for in that. Self. Yeah, right. Lots of self investment. Learn, learn, learn. I love it, pipe. What also, about you, Deja? Deja, yes. My week has been pretty great. Um, I've been off since Thursday, so I slept up until today's Tuesday, like Sunday, pretty much. Shouts out to sleep. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I slept through Christmas. It was terrible. <laughs> um. But my aunt took a nap with me. So oh, that's sweet. I was really cool. Yeah. Love sleeping with her. She's like my best friend. Mm-hmm. She's my godmom. Yeah. I have honestly gotten out of like the traumatizing stress of like Christmas shopping and like being like in the moment of like Christmas. But I still really enjoy like the family like aspect of it. Like, right. Mm-hmm. It's still that part is still like dear and true to my heart. Like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Like me being under my nephew, like family. It's just something different about it. And I still respect that spirit of, you know, Christmas. Oh, we talking about the Christmas stuff. OK, yeah, I did spend time with my aunt and uncle and my cousin. Uh, we had dinner. They made me. And wonderful they made dinner for everyone but they made me like a little special meal mm-hmm. enjoy time with them cracking jokes and having fun and my cousin's boyfriend's family treated well didn't treat us but rented a movie theater mm-hmm. for us to go see the matrix that's oh, wow. cool and i had seen the matrix on hbo max <laughs> like a couple days before yeah Fell asleep on it. Yeah, you told me you didn't like it. Yeah, it sucked terribly. And then went to see it at the movie theater. And loved it? Fell asleep again. <laughs> what theater were you guys at? The one in Royal Oak. Imagine. Imagine. Yeah. And, so you um, were too comfortable. Oh, yeah, I was laying up my feet in that chair. <laughs> but yeah. you guys are, but I watched it again today. Okay. On But guess how I had to watch it? What? On the elliptical... And the stairmaster to stay awake. <laughs> so you really are really Man. stamping on the fact that it, you didn't like it. It was. But a you're lot. a fan. You're a fan of the Matrix, though, right? You guys. All I love are, the right? Matrix franchise. Okay. I think it's amazing. I see you. One of my favorites. I liked it. Yeah. I'm a super fan. This yeah. one, the Resurrections. I liked it. Wow, everyone see, loves it. I have to yeah. go now. I have to go see it. I actually did go see it. That's so funny. I I went and saw it, mm-hmm. and I fell asleep too. But I was see? tired. That she, was she, it. I was just tired. Okay. No, I'm. I will fall mm. asleep on any movie, even if I love it. But I'm really excited to see. Like I have to. I'm gonna watch it online probably. I, I had to. Okay, one, go ahead. You gotta put your cosmic goggles on, you know, to like really mm. appreciate. It's a lot. It. Cause it's a little different. Yeah. And I and I had to watch mm. those those um explained. On YouTube videos, <laughs> I did. I watched like five or six of them. But that's cool, though. And I, I would, I would say something, but it's still new, so I'm not going to say the ones I was watching because they're spoilers. 
So I'm not going to give the spoilers. But next week I will. Because y'all all should have seen The Matrix by next week. Right? Yeah. 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 Maybe next not week. by this week. But at least by next week. Anybody that was going to see it for real and be upset about a spoiler, I won't, I won't spoil it for you. But I will say see it. It's very different than the other franchises and um i i appreciate um what they were trying to do i just have a lot of things like i'm a production person and for me i'm gonna just keep it a buck those the the cast for me was more of a television cast i don't think that that cast was a um a-list film type cast and so for me like the acting was kind of like tv acting and that was hard for me um but if i take my production thing off and just look at it like maybe for the points that they were trying to make maybe i might enjoy it a little better Mm -hmm. but it was difficult for me to watch with the tv acting you know what i mean yeah because it was like part anyway i'm gonna give spoilers away so let me stop (laughs) let me stop but anyway um yeah so i wonder i feel like we should just get into the book or did we get oh wait 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 i gotta we gotta um we gotta pour a little out for um bishop tutu oh yeah yeah um so i don't know if people know bishop tutu who i will acknowledge was a controversial figure because in on the continent of Africa, South Africans uh, did give him the side eye. But I will say, for me personally, once a person passes, um, I think it's important to just allow the the appreciation of their spirit and what they did here on earth. Um, and he was a humanitarian, um, an activist. You know, he fought vehemently against apartheid. He was one of the strongest activists against um, apartheid in South Africa. He was a world uh, peace leader. Um, And he also, I will say, you know, a lot of people are very afraid, world leaders are very afraid to speak up against the atrocities that the state of Israel does against Palestinians. He was a very vocal um, adversary against what the state of Israel has been doing to our Palestinian brothers and sisters. And you know as well as I know, that's very dangerous to speak out against Israel, right? Um, Especially the way that he spoke out and globally. So got to give him a lot of love for that. And I could go on and on about his humanitarianism, but I will say when I was like eight years old, uh, the African Center School that I went to, Nataki Taliba, took us to see Bishop Tutu speak. And um, we got to see him as children. And that was really amazing. Like our parents came, like, you know, the community came and he was um, speaking here in Detroit. He came to Detroit and um, we got a chance to hear him speak about um, you know, peace and, you know, what we should be doing as a people. So um, that's a moment I'll have, you know, burned in my memory forever, just going there and seeing him, you know, this African world leader 
um, speaking against apartheid. And this had to be like 78, 1978. And we didn't see the end of apartheid until like early 90s you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um anyway just want to pour a little appreciate out that. for bishop tutu you know ashe we appreciate you thank ashe. you ashe. thank you for our contributions mm-hmm. so i don't know if anybody's had any other no i'll uh, let you have that yeah any other current events no i really i really want to get into asa Mm-hmm. And I'm super thrilled and excited for Asa to be here. Um, I think it's perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to let you intro him. But yeah, I think we should get right into it. Yeah. So I will say that um, I'm going to allow you to tell your story. But I will say that um, Asa is a wonderful, incredible speaker he understands how to translate um, scientific information into layman's terms so that um, everyone can have a plain understanding of um, food science, nutrition, uh, what's going on in your body, in your brain, um, atmospherically. I saw Asa, so I've been seeing Asa in the community for a, a while, but I went to um, a gathering uh, a few years ago and Asa was a presenter and presented on um, like the physiology of the brain and um, did a wonderful talk. I think it was about an hour about the correlation or the science of your brain and brain health and what that has to do with your physical health. And not just your mental, emotional, you know, parts, but also your your spiritual parts. But then on a molecular level, and you started to break all of that down. And um, my master teacher, shouts out to Dr. Jewel Pulkram, that was her method, was, um, you know, teaching on a, on a molecular level, on a cellular level, um, your understanding your body and your responsibility for understanding your body. And so when I heard you speaking, it sounded a lot like Dr. Jewel, but you're so young. And I was like, yes, Dr. Jewel's teachings are living on. And um, I was just very excited that you were excited about teaching melanated people, people uh, in the hood, um, how to, you know, care for ourselves and how to take responsibility for our health. But anyway, that is my, that is as much as I'll say, because I just wanted, I want you to tell your own story. So thank you for that. Oh, and your mom is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your mom is a, 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 a really well-respected um, community member as well. So shouts out to your mom. Yeah. Portia, right? Indeed. Yeah. Shouts out yeah. to you, Portia. Okay. So that's it. Go ahead. Um, well, this is like my what? Story so tell us, tell us, um, first of all, Asa, hold up, hold up the book. Asa wrote a book. Yeah, hold up your book. Okay, it's called Make the Hood Healthy Again. We've all read the book. And um, we're all very excited about your book. And this is your first book, right? Right. Okay. And Congratulations. Um, and you have you, a co-author, Rafa, Rafa Wright. And um, 
yeah, you're just you're bringing us this incredible information and we wanted to bring you on. Well, Brittany's idea was to bring you on. I got to give her the credit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's important because we talk a lot about community like on the show. Right. We talk a lot about community and the aspect of creating our own ecosystem. And so I told Piper we went to middle school together and we got reconnected through me attending your solar power Sundays and you just being community driven, right? You run into people, you're smiling, you're asking them what they're eating, how they're feeling, letting them know it matches very, like Piper said, like on a simplistic level, right? You don't come at people, you're not judgmental and you're yourself, right? So I got reintroduced to you. Um, I knew you was Asa, right? And you always say whatever you want to call me, right? You're very humble, right? I got reintroduced to you as a healer, right? And Solar Power Sunday became a ritual for a lot of people in our ecosystem, right? It was something that people looked forward to. You went, you networked, you socialized. It was almost like, you know church in a way, right? So you socialize, uh, there's vending, there's good vegan food, right? You see the same smiles. Everyone has their notebook, has their cell phone out. And you open up uh, your platform for other people in the ecosystem that are healing and that are herbalists, that are into spirituality and metaphysics, right? But you create a platform for yourself and for others where you are, to Piper's point, simplifying the things that will make the hood healthy again, and then I think this October, right, you released the book, right? So, um, like, again, we're excited for you to be here. We want to talk about your path, right? I'm sorry, like I said, knew you in middle school, had no idea that I would be re- reintroduced to you through the community, right? So I want to talk, we want you to talk about just your path, right, and why you do the things you do and lead us up into your great book. So the floor cool. is yours. All right, so we'll, we're actually going to be relaunching Solar Power Sundays um, okay. in Capricorn. We already, you know, started, so towards the end of it, be on the lookout for that. Cool. Um, but and for those who don't know what that is, that's late January, or late, early, early, right. well, early January. Right, up until like the 21st. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, like B said, Miss Britt said, back in middle school, um, I actually attended a Christian middle school. And elementary school. So that right there was like the universe, I guess, um, showing me and us what the world is like and not necessarily how to become something different or whatever, but basically how to basically learn the audience and the crowd that we're going to need to touch, you know, and pull out of a particular paradigm. Um, a lot of people I see getting into the quote unquote conscious community, like they like to bash religion and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, we got to keep in mind, like, the ancestors used to use that for, like, the children or whatever. Like, so everybody, we have to respect their place, mm. you know, and their their growth and development. But on um, fast forward from that, about 16 years old at Renaissance High School, one of my classmates, he was off to the side, you know, studying. You know. Oh, I, hold on one second. Because uh-huh. we have audience from, like, all over the world. Oh. So Renaissance High School in Detroit, Michigan is a magnet school where it's a it's a public school funded by um, the state um, but you have to test to take an academic test to get into the school and there's another school called Cas Tech where a lot of people say like oh you know Cas Tech is like the highest school but actually Renaissance is like actually higher is like the highest of 
of you know that type of school here so um that's where this smarty pants was going to school <laughs> hey man i like that intro <laughs> that was cool <laughs> but um yeah because you got so many famous people like big sean or something they gonna hype up cast and stuff but that's like a little you know detroit competition this is a funny <laughs> thing amongst us but um at the school i was about in 10th grade i want to say and you know how it is in the lunchroom everybody's all you know socialize and everybody having fun and one of my classmates who was a very intelligent guy real cool down to earth he was off to the side just studying and i used to bug him like bro what you what you doing over there man why you ain't you know vibing with us he was like you know man this it's not really you know it's not for everybody but come to find out he was studying his supreme wisdom lessons he was a um five percenter from the nation of gods and earths mm. and um Back then, he was like, you know, if you want to tap in, you got to, you know, do a three-day fast or something like that. Mm. I'm giving you, like, the background. In high school. Yeah. I'm just giving you, like, the the background story to, you know, where we get now. But anyways, did my fast, started studying, and lo and behold, up until this day, I would say that that particular group had one of the most profound influences on my growth and development because had, had I not taken that particular journey or route I would have ended up you know somewhere else so shout out to um some of the beautiful souls who really put a stamp on my subconscious mind mm. Dr. Bahu, Laura Zaid, um, just some marvelous brothers man you know because it was it was it got real ratchet at times you know because some of the brothers are wolves and lions like who's this little light-skinned you know dude trying mm-hmm. to you know be amongst amongst us or whatever but they you know they had my back steered me in the right direction but um anyways i say that to say that that right there was a very pivotal point when it came to basically differentiating um a religious mindset as opposed to having a thorough knowledge itself. Because mm-hmm. I would see people like parroting information off, but I was blessed to be around brothers who actually um, instilled in me the idea to like know soundly and really have a concrete understanding. Well, let's, let's, let's right. just, you have to explain that now. Cause what part? See, the di- see so with the, with the nation of gods and earths, the culture is for the knowledge to be something that you actually possess yourself. So mm-hmm. it's not to um, just read and like spew things off. It's for you to actually have a conscious thought about how, what that means today, mm-hmm. what that means in your life, like what that means in the yeah. society. And so culturally what they do is test you. Whereas, you know, in many of the other uh, practices there are tests and things like that but it's a bit different as like because nation gods and earth like culturally is like every time I see you <laughs> every every day mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you yeah. <laughs> I mean and that's just that's just how they do and I only know that because I was studying around the same age like 14 15 was studying here, you know, Nation Guys and Earths. I mean, it's a, it's a hip-hop thing. You know, if you're yeah. deep in a hip-hop, like, you probably was studying Nation Guys and Earths. Yeah. And they're going to, you know, at, at one point I had Knowledge 120, so it's like, you're going to be ass, you know, yeah. if they see you. And if they come to you and they ask you, and you're like, but, uh, it's, you know, it's like, oh, wow, okay, <laughs> you know. And if you give the more kinder, folks that's supporting you it'll be like okay you need to go study or they might build with you or they might um you know 
recognize if you're like a little frazzled because they just rolled up on you. They might give you a little chance, but some people might not be as yeah. um, kind. I'm the word kind. They might just cut you <laughs> off. Do they test you without you know you're being tested? Yes, of course. It's like so. So um, I just wanted to like put put because I don't think that people who don't have that culture mm-hmm. get that gotcha. part of it. You understand what I'm saying? Gotcha. So that's the only reason I wanted to put that in the ethers because I don't think people really, really, really in the in the Wu Tang movie, um yeah. I think RZA got tested. RZA got tested a lot. Yeah. And um I was trying to think where else I've seen it. I haven't really seen people explain it too much. But I just want to put that there because for a person, I don't think that people understand the um rigidity with which you have to study to be ready, boom, to like basically not just give the math of the day, like not just know what the math is, but to do a build on it and what it means. I love that. In your life, like right now, how is it relevant? You know, anyway, I just wanted to put that there because that could get deep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, (laughs) it could get lost without, you know, breaking that down. So anyway, but go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry about that. No, that was perfect and right on time. Mm -hmm. But I also wanted to differentiate between the 5% within the 5% because that's Mm. the thing too. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But um, like um, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, you know, five, it's a a breakdown in every single thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like the police department, you might have some people that sincerely want to help and be you know superheroes or something like that and then you have some people who just bozos and taking advantage of folks like i'm watching the um the godfather of harlem and one of the police Mm. officers raped bumpy johnson's daughter right Mm. after he you know got her behind behind the scenes or whatever and that's like how some people get down Mm -hmm. you know but it's like that in every facet of life you know you have some type of breakdown or whatever oh one sec um just want to shout out um who is that? Um, Aisha and who is that? Modu? Yes. Yeah. Just want to shout y'all out for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So keep going with your origin story. <laughs> <laughs> Matrix. So, Let's go. Um, I would say that that was like the, the profound seed that was planted in my mind to get me acclimated to how I think now. But um, that keep you sharp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also have um, just my planetary placements, you know, catapulted me in that particular direction as well. Um, Mer- Mercury is in Leo in my 10th house. So that's like pretty profound. Just that uh, Mercury, for those of you who are not familiar with um, astrology, um, governs your mentality or mentation or the, the way that you think and communicate, et cetera, et cetera. Mental forces in general. But um, fast forward from that um, nation of gods and earths influence and background around 21 that's when i was first introduced to dr keefa lorraine weatherspoon okay wait give exactly you know uh wait let's pour one out for dr keefa mm-hmm. yeah her uh, birthday coming up too december 31st oh wow if y'all yeah. want to celebrate her dr keefa ashe we love you we appreciate you and thank you indeed so let's let's just take a little pivot let's dig into yeah. dr keefa so for those of you who are not familiar with Dr. Kifa, if you're in the Detroit area, um, you should be familiar or may have heard of the water station on Woodward in between six and seven miles. She's the founder of that, as well as the Sankofa Life Wellness and Learning Center, which was just right next door. 
you have to let people know what happens the at of, the water station. Okay. And for those of you who are, who are out of towners, <laughs> um, this is actually the first alkaline water store. So basically, you could go in and purchase gallons of water, five gallons, three gallons, et cetera, come back, get refills, all types of herbs and produce and different things of that nature are, are um, in the store. She promotes um, local entrepreneurs, real heavy when it comes to black empowerment. But the most fascinating thing, I got to rewind one more time. So prior to that, I was working at the um, city council. Right. I mm. thought I was doing it. I was like 20, you know, making okay. some cake. But I was also familiar with health a tad bit. And mm. I noticed like my office don't got no windows in it and all types of stuff. Um, and those of you who are familiar with politics, you know what's up. It's, I'm not bashing anything, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. We would do all of these projects that were like clean up a neighborhood or mm -hmm. do these temporary things that really didn't get to the get root, to root of the problem. Mm -hmm. And it just it didn't resonate with my soul or whatever. So mm. I cut that loose and literally like four or five days later, Dr. Kifa, I walk into the water station. I might have took a step or two. She walks like floated through the air like Prince wow. or something like that. <laughs> How would you like to work with me? And I, I wanted to, but at the same time, I had this like tingly spiritual feeling like hovering inside of my body, like right around the liver area, right on the right side of the inside the rib cage. For those of you who are not familiar. And it was just it wasn't verbal, but it was some type of intuitive. You know what to do. Push, yeah. And it was a wrap. You know, so she turned into my mentor. I turned into her protege. Mm. After she saw what my mind was like, she mm -hmm. start. I started co-hosting with her on her radio show and mm. TV shows. And mm. it was just like, you know, Batman and Robin or mm. Superman and whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, with the little, uh, I was her sidekick or something, yeah. you know. But um, she had a super magnificent influence on me as well. So mm -hmm. I studied um, the naturopathic arts from her. Mm -hmm. And she's actually the one that introduced me to Drew, Dr. Jewel Pokram. Okay. You know, I yes. heard the name, but when she told me she was from Detroit mm -hmm. and this and that, it was mm -hmm. like, oh, it's a wrap. I had oh, to go yeah. get all the texts, all the books. Mm -hmm. And I still love her and follow her to this day. Yes. But um, shout out to Dr. Kefa Lorraine Weatherspoon. She basically was one of the spearheads when it came to the metaphysical movement okay. here in Detroit. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, she's just uh, um, uh honorable uh, praiseworthy ancestor at this point. Yeah. And, and, and shouts out to Dr. Jewel as well. Yeah. That's one of my master teachers. Um, just phenomenal. And I, I recognize a lot of Dr. Jewel in your book. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we could get into that. That's the spiritual big homie for sure. And so then, um, so you're, you know, interning or, you know, learning or apprenticing. With Dr. Kifa uh -huh. um, Ashe, and at what point um, do you say, "Oh, I, I could take clients myself"? Yeah. She actually did that. Mm. She used to do all these different events and stuff, you know, where we were like, um, Dr. Um, Afua used to come, you know, to mm -hmm. like the fairs and different things. So she would have all these guest speakers. And um, that was my first time like speaking publicly. Mm -hmm. She was, you know, had all these big timers up there. Dr. Mm -hmm. Jesse Brown. Mm -hmm. No, I saw you get up here too. And like would just throw me on the stage. Beautiful. And basically she didn't really like the one-on-one -on -one thing. She liked talking to like big groups of people, thousands, hundreds of people or whatever. But she didn't like the consultation aspect. So what did There's she do? There's a lot do? of energy for her. I don't know what it was, mm -hmm. but she was like... Look, 
I know you like the water station, but huh? We gonna go over to the wellness center like mm-hmm. two times out the week, and you are gonna have to do like ten clients a day. Tell people about the wellness center. Um. So yeah, that was profound. It started off with her doing the consultations, but she had a bookstore over there. Um, people who had like different high frequency type services, mm-hmm. like they would have yoga practitioners, mm-hmm. crystal bowls, um. Zumba was -hmm. like probably the most secular thing, if Mm -hmm. you want to call it that. (laughs) But um, everything was like on a real high frequency and she would do different classes, you know, nutrition Mm -hmm. one on one. She would have different mystery schools come in and teach or she would have Mm -hmm. different speakers like um, Dr. Uh, Afua or Queen Afua, I'm sorry, or um, different, different profound, just black leaders or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. from different areas all across the world, international speakers. But that was a real uh, pivotal time in my life, about four or five years. Yeah. Shouts out to um, Queen of Fluid, too. That's one of my other master teachers. She, um, uh, there's so many wonderful people out here spreading the knowledge. But so then, um, so then at what point do you become, you know, Asa Bay, like, the I don't want to say healer because you don't identify as a healer or do you or how do you identify so I wanted you to say what you said before we got on air about the healing aspect of things perfect so Asa which is what my mother pronunciated the letters because it's still ASA my mother named me Asa Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Asa means doctor or physician okay so that was one of the reasons why I took that direction come Mm -hmm. to find out it's on my birth chart there you you go it's on my natal chart energy it's just alignment on all levels but um around the time when so Dr. Kifa introduced me to a particular mystery school called Sukiyo Mahikari okay which basically means um universal light true light and um just to summarize it they preserve this is like a place a school of thought where they preserve some of our ancient comedic teachings okay right but the faces of course were the typical faces of religion so i was like "Eh, who is these you know big belly white (laughs) folks trying to tell me about god or something like that you know what i'm saying (laughs) but i was also able to see through the lectures and the discussions and in the text and saw like whoa this is our ancient wisdom mm. it's like how did y'all get your hands on this mm-hmm. come to find out i learned that our ancestors say i-a-i-o-u instead of a-e-i-o-u like mm-hmm. dr sebi some yeah. people say cb if they're not familiar with how to right, pronounce right, his right, name right, right? Right, right the e makes an a sound yeah right yeah so the a back then before yeah. we dropped the the tone yeah. made an a sound mm-hmm. so that's i was just trying to be like all ancient you know, mm-hmm. like yeah I, i'm asana like that's you know what to call me but at the end of the day now fast forward mm-hmm. home humility is on 10 and it's basically like you know an esoteric exoteric version of i got you mm-hmm. yeah you know but um because in japanese it still has a profound meaning too asa means lord of the heavens or god appears oh, wow. or morning and stuff so okay um Anyways, fast forward from there, she's like, you know, kicking me out the nest. Look, it's okay. time for you to get out here and do your thing with the that's world. That's beautiful. And But that's where that consultation, mm-hmm. like, you know, one-on-one energy started under her tutelage and her wings. Beautiful. And it, it just was a wrap after that. Oh, um, you know, <laughs> there's like a, a point, I mean, not always, but often, where the there's like i guess it's it's even in like a parent child relationship or like a teacher student relationship where there's like a tension for the student to become the teacher but what i hear you saying is that that process 
was not traumatic for you because it was nurtured. Mm. Like this is how you counsel people. This is how you take a one-on-one. This is how you teach people. There wasn't, um, I don't want to say often, but I have seen um, where there could be competition. Like who's this little young guy coming up behind me? You know, but it wasn't. It was like a, oh, okay. I see some mastery in you. I see where you could master this thing and, and just be really, you know, like perfect it. And I want to nurture that. And that is really powerful that she did that with yeah. you, with you and, and for you. Definitely. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so tell us about your first consultation. Can I just say this one insert? Mm-hmm. I know we was like throwing shade at the Matrix and all of that. But without <laughs> without spilling the beans, mm-hmm. one of the most profound things that I took from it was the light that they shined on the forces. The yeah. mental and feminine principle. I mean, the masculine and feminine principle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, as you brought that up, I mm-hmm. just saw that in me and Dr. Kiefer's relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a yin like yang, a balance. perfect balance. And, mother, and also and age. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. And experience. Yeah. And yeah. that's beautiful. It was divine arrangements. So, so tell us about your first consultation. Were you nervous? Were you like, like, <sighs> what was that like? You don't, you don't have to tell us because I know that's confidential, but I'm speaking more as to like your personal experience, like experiencing doing a consultation. Yeah. Yeah. So quick, not a sidestep, but quick background story for that. Mm-hmm. The reason why she was real adamant about me doing consultations is because while I was working under her, um, back giving praise to the, the nation of guys and nursing that like meticulous, uh, arduous mentality or whatever, I would just constantly be on my studies, mm. you know. But um, I had took a course, a doctorate course from Dr. Ali Muhammad, mm-hmm. and. Um, I learned how to use the uh, quantum magnetic analyzers and scan mm. people's biological makeup, basically like looking at the magnetic um, condition mm-hmm. of all of their different systems. And when she saw that I could do that, mm-hmm. she was like, whoa, like you need to do that here. Mm-hmm. And then she really um, pushed me. But I think I want to say she made me do her first. Mm-hmm. That was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the first um, client that she brought to the um, wellness center, um, without giving too much of their information up, um, it was just a beautiful experience. I feel like it's like a portal is opened up almost like a sacred space is created, mm-hmm. you know, because we're not just talking. We definitely discuss food for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But we also go behind the scenes and talk about the mentality and just getting like real personal, you know. Um, but that just turned into a beautiful um, scenario from that point on and it just got deeper and more intense you know from person to person and you know you talk in your book about magnetism and you just spoke about magnetism now can you speak um the system that you were saying is is that the system where they take magnets is that that one where Mm. they take the magnets there's not that one no there's different types Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but this particular one, you just held a rod and it just um, picked oh, up the okay. current. Okay. Yeah, that that's the. Tech. It's a two prong rod. That one. 
they have like a tuning fork not that similar mm-hmm. in design or like a uh, shape or whatever mm-hmm. but no I'll, I'll bring you one yeah we'll we'll, we'll tap into it in, um in real time mm-hmm. but um nowadays they have stuff where you could like sit into a chair like off of um like the superhero movies and mm-hmm. sit back put your hands down and like see it on the holographic screens or whatever oh, wow. like it's getting big i think the first place to probably have it like real big and like modern time will be maybe inception or something like that mm-hmm. they doing things in phases but be on the lookout for something that incredible there yeah. that's out in the burbs for those of you who are not familiar that's like a wellness place where you could go and get your brain cells recalibrated mm-hmm. calm the nerves it's basically a place where you go to eliminate stress and they know? do flotation yeah it's yeah nice. um yeah i haven't been but my friend sherry um I think she was working there. She was a, I think she was working there. Okay. I mean, she always tell me like, "Baby, she go, she go," and I'm just like, "Is it cold water?" <laughs> you know what? You be you be trying to be humble and dodge the praise, but at the end of the day, <laughs> people go there striving to get to where you are. You mm. know what I'm saying? Without like trying to put you up on a pedestal it is what it is Mm. you know like people like literally oh my god i feel so calm and collected Mm, and capable mm, mm. after they leave out that place but some sessions back to back to back Mm -hmm. and they could kind of be like touching the hem of your garment vibration wise like so you can go like to experience it but they trying to get people to turn into you oh wow that's interesting yeah Yeah, she's always like baby she goes she goes i'm like okay i want to go and it's interesting because um the way that I've heard her speak about it and then um, oh I forgot the brother's name that owns it but he's David. got it. David uh-huh. he has a show on YouTube what's the name of his show The Inner Wealth is that the name of it yeah on um the Earn, Earn Your Leisure, leisure yeah. on the Earn Your Leisure um channel on YouTube he's got a great show and um he talks about you know financial literacy health that type of thing but the people that come on there like they're always talking about it and I'm just like I imagine cold water and I'm just like, ooh, yeah, nah. nah. I can't I can't be immersed in cold water. Mm. <laughs> it's you not thinking that? of like William Hoff, like all that cold therapy. It ain't I was like thinking that. it was like cold therapy. Nah. I was like, mm, uh-uh. mm. But I know some people who went and told me it was incredible and yeah. they, you know, it made them feel really amazing. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to invest in myself in twenty twenty two and I'm 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 gonna go. But yeah, I'm going to go. That's going to be a power move. I want to meet him anyway because he just seems like really an incredible person. What did she say? Um, what did, what did um, Queen Cooper say? She said, I've watched Asa from afar for so long. Congratulations on your book. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. So tell us. Um. So wait, I'm going to throw it to Brittany because I've been talking a lot. <laughs> she want me to answer that question still. My bad. No, I thought that was a good breakdown about healing. About okay. you considering yourself a healer. That was very thorough. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think more people should hear that. Okay. I thought earlier you were saying more so like let the people know that they heal themselves. I love that. You know, like people be like, yeah, I healed so-and-so, which I do know people who are like capable of like switching up frequencies, snapping up their fingers and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, to a degree that's temporary. You know what I'm saying? Because the person has to get that work done from the inside out. And until they do that, you know, from their own willpower, they're going to have to get them lessons eventually down the road. I will say this before I toss it back to you, Brittany. Speaking of people 
who are um, healers. When I lived in New York City, I used to go to Chinatown once a week to get massages. And I like to go in Chinatown because there's a lot of, um, uh, you know, Chinese, uh, I'm going to just say healers, herbalists, um, Reiki masters, Qi masters, um, Qigong, all that. And there's an elder that is in New York City. Um, I haven't lived there forever, so I wonder, you know, if if he's still alive. He, um, Master Lee, if you're still with us, Master Lee, I love you and I appreciate you. Master Lee um, would, because at the time I was um, doing Tai Chi and yoga and Capoeira and a bunch of other stuff, and um, I was doing the Tai Chi somewhere else, but then I would go to him for the massage and he had chi in his hand like from here to where he could raise his vibrational frequency and emit heat energy from his hands and scan your entire body and and wherever he would scan he would feel certain things and he'd tell you and he'd be like oh you need to eat broccoli and you know like i'm not i'm i can't make no, this up i know it's just a... and he would just scan all over you and then he like for me he'd be like you are so yang like you need more yin you have a lot of yang he would literally like massage me and i'd be like great and he'd be like come on and then we would do like the tai chi you know and then he would like move I could literally feel almost like the matrix, like Neo. I could feel the energy like move and he would like hand it to me and I would hand it back to him. And we would do this Tai Chi where we'd be going back and forth with the energy. You could literally feel it. And he would like literally like transform like my yang energy, which is like male and female is like a strong like male energy. And he would literally like, you know, help me like get more yin out, which is like supposed to be female energy, calm, whatever. It was the most amazing, fascinating thing ever. It sounds like I'm making this up, no, but it, it was like like he could literally like push me and he wouldn't even touch me. Like mm. physically, like he wasn't putting his hands on me, but he would do this and you'd be like and you could like feel it and it you felt something push you. <laughs> this sounds like Doctor Strange. Are you guys into Doctor Strange? I've never seen it. I love Doctor Strange. It's That's cool. my favorite dude in like the Marvel series. Oh my god, I love Doctor Strange. That's oh, my too. man. What does he do? Chai Chi? No. So Doctor Strange yeah, was, was in the first movie. I a was like, utter. Excuse my language. Asshole. He was a doctor. He was like good looking, rich, like. Oh, I'm so great because I'm a doctor type yeah. typecast, right? And then he gets into like this major car accident and he gets paralyzed and it ruins his whole perception of himself. So he goes around and tries to find like a healer. He goes to every single healer you can like imagine and he gives up. And right when he gives up, similar to like I say, he sees some guy like ducked off doing something. He's like, well, how are you doing so amazing? Like, what are you doing? Like, what, what's going on in your world? And the guy kind of like goes like, I'm not telling you. And then he goes, don't tell me. So then he gives the guy an address and he goes to this house and a woman, right, is this like master of metaphysics. And Of course. He, is she black? No, she was white. No, nah, that's not real. And she, well, no, she was, she was healing. No, 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 that, that's, that's funny. But seriously, she taught him principles of light. Mm. And he 
in this world learned how to walk again and not only that found you know was introduced to magic and then did he become kind he did not it wasn't that he became kind it was more so about him tapping into things yeah he was a brilliant doctor but little did he know he was so powerful in the subconscious and the unconscious realm he did get kinder he did did. i mean but it wasn't that wasn't what they wanted you to see him get kinder right the character development for him throughout the movies led him to be kinder through different True. situations mm-hmm. like he had to overcome certain stuff in um in his own origin story movie mm-hmm. that kind of forced him to be kind he got humbled of course when he was in that accident mm-hmm. um but even after meeting like all the other superheroes like they're like yeah so but the but the <laughs> but the coolest part about the movie is is that he finds out that the master teacher is tap tampering into darkness Right. And he looks at her different, but she tries to teach him in order to be a true master. You have to master light and dark. This is true. It, it's so powerful. But um, wait, hold on. So uh, who is that? Kenny? What does that say? What uh, does that say? Kimmy. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. If you could spell out how Maldives. we should pronounce it, it'd be great because we don't want to mispronounce. Boar red. I don't know what it means. Yeah, but it, but that that's good stuff. Um, but so, so Doctor Strange. Okay, oh, I'll have to. Have I'll, to I'll check, check it, it out. out. It's, it's probably top for yeah. context of what we talk about on the podcast and what we're going to talk about tonight. It's mm-hmm. a perfect movie. Yeah, it, the it, best one. It, it, the best it of course <laughs> it it makes it makes magic and. A, a lot of the things that are inside of this book look like it's like you just said, like mm-hmm. it's fictional, mm-hmm. right? But it, you know, it's it's not. It's not as great as it's a Matrix, but it's good. So you know what? Um, maybe we let Deja. Deja, do you want to run off your questions first about the book? Sort of, yeah. So um, it's kind of like a tie-in thing, not really a question. So. Um, before I started reading this book, I started listening to more podcasts about um, like making money or investing money, not necessarily making it, but just like investing it. Um, and all of the rich people that end up on these podcasts as guests or even hosts, because I'll just listen to different financial advisory like podcasts. So they all talk about meditating. They all have to meditate like they can't do anything unless they meditate. And a lot of them will meditate more than one time a day. Mm-hmm. And you talk about healthy habits in your book here almost um, a little bit after the middle, I suppose. Let me get the right chapter, the habits chapter, uh, chapter 33 on meditation. So um, you list your recommended habits, which are genuinely listen as opposed to simply hearing what someone is saying. Begin your days with gratitude. Plan ahead and do so with planetary energies in mind. Practice to make improvements. Be consistent with beneficial practices. Remain hydrated daily. Eat to prepare you for the activities you have ahead of you. Think before you speak and act. Live in the moment as opposed to dwelling on the past or worrying about the future. And center yourself often throughout the day. Um, So just to tie that back into the meditating that you spoke of, I'm just going to read a piece from this book. Mm -hmm. Um, You said, purchasing plants to beautify and enliven your home can help but does not substitute for what nature offers. Also, complete breathing will benefit all who make it a practice to fill up the lungs by inhaling and sending oxygen to the lower regions of the diaphragm as opposed to heavy short breaths directed at the top of the chest that only fill up a portion of the lungs. 
So deep breathing does help you gather your thoughts for sure. I've done that through like random panic attacks like before a test when I was in high school, just freaking out because I was anxious about the material that was in front of me that I might not have been prepared for. Or even just in a a situation where um, the temper is on the verge of being lost, just Mm -hmm. gathering your center and just breathing will help you get back to that. And again, to tie it into like the rich people that meditate and everything, just to center their minds and their spirits. Can you just speak on how that, how you learned to do that? Um, I want to say how you realized like it was so important because that's something really experienced only experience can show you. Like you can't. Yeah. People will talk about meditating and stretching and yoga and everything all day, <laughs> yeah. but until you actually sit down and you breathe and you read the thoughts that are so passing true. through your mind without really associating with them, that's really powerful. So how did how did you learn to realize that that was really important? Um, Dr. Kiefer wrote a book called Standing in the Majesty of Grace, and she had a chapter in there on breathing. So that's, I want to say, where I had my first dose of the knowledge of the breath, you mm-hmm. know. And then from then, um, one of my good friends put me on a book called The Science of Breath by our Yogi Rama Sharaka, right? And that book is profound, like it breaks it down to a science, gives you different techniques, etc. Mm-hmm. But um, what I've learned is that Basically, controlling your breath, especially when you do complete breathing, is literally like putting your hands on a steering wheel mentally. Yeah. You know, because most of the time, like the average person, they're just like picking up thoughts and dropping them off and they don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. But um, meditation basically allows you to be the authority when it comes to your brain and your mind. Um, Another thing that I think is super significant is the fact that even physicists will show you and tell you that what we know as physicality is only like 4% of the universe. You know what I'm saying? This is just like what things look like. So meditation allows you to get more acclimated to what's behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. not only to be aware of it, but to wield it and control it and to dictate your reality. You got all these people like, yeah, you control your life and you're, yeah, that's, we know it, but how do we do it? What's the practical means? And Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the primary steps. Good, good. I was also going to add that since we've all been wearing masks for almost two years now, breathing deeply is a lot harder um at least when i'm wearing my mask i have to be really intentional with a deep breath because i get tired of taking a little like you know just to get through whatever i have to do while i'm wearing it so i think it's really important that while we're all wearing these masks too that we do need to set aside um time and prioritize breathing make it like set time for it as it as you would prayer eating definitely Mm -hmm. It makes me appreciate breath even more, too. As soon as I take off my mask, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, some oxygen. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right? And yeah, all my cells just love it. Even after being sick sometimes when you're congested and you're just like, man, I just want to breathe again. That'll show you, too. Like, as yeah. soon as you're able to take another deep breath, like, that's all you needed. Yeah. We still don't value it. Even everybody has had a cold a few times in their life at least i hope yeah. not but i'm with on you. average like <laughs> we all know what that feeling is like when we're finally able to breathe mm-hmm. again and then we just keep forgetting about it until the <laughs> yeah, next time we so can't true. appreciate it we don't appreciate yeah. it until those moments it's mm-hmm. funny mm-hmm. yeah i just wanted to highlight that that was my favorite portion in the book because breathing is really important to me right now mm-hmm. Indeed. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and Brittany, did you want to yeah i want to just 
loosely talk about a few things. Um, I want to, again, like show everyone the cover of the book and just how vibrant it is. And it makes you didn't when you saw this, didn't make you want to piece up a pick, pick, uh, pick up a piece of fruit or a vegetable or something. Just Made me think about a garden like fresh, um, right? looks so fresh. <laughs> so I want you to just talk about the process of the cover and the process of you sitting down and saying, I'm going to I'm going to write this book. I'm going to. And, and of course, we want to bring uh, Rafa Wright into the room as well as you kind of detail that process. But yeah. I want you to just, again, get into the cover and what your intentional thinking was about the cover and, and the importance of the name, the cover and how you even got to writing it. So that's Rafa's daughter on the back. That's actually based off a real picture. Um, you could check out our Instagrams and find her on there. Uh, mine is Asa means doctor. A S A M E A N S D O C T O R on Instagram. Um, but as far as the cover art, all I did was gave the concept to a brother named Amel. His Instagram is Tattoo Jesus. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's he's transitioning right now from being a tattoo artist to like just a classic modern day Basquiat. You know what I'm saying? That nice. brother's incredible. I don't even think he realizes how amazing he is. But I gave him the idea. Next thing you know, he put this magic together and composed this masterpiece. Um, that basically, you know, gave the aesthetic com complement to you know the content inside. Yeah, because it feels um, it feels not to cut you off, but it feels like Detroit. Yeah. It feels like a neighborhood in Detroit that is still being um, protected by the eighty five percent blackness that exists here, right? Mm -hmm. And it looks like it feels like transition, right? It just feels like exactly what the title says. It looks like the yeah. Detroit is different house. It does. It gives hey, me a hey, sense hey. of community when I see it, which I, yeah, Detroit is different, all of that. Mm -hmm. yeah. The grocery store on the back. Yeah. Beautiful. I just wanted to take a time and appreciate that, right? We're in the age of digital, and we talked about the importance of audiobooks, right? But when you get a hard copy of something, right, Tangible. it should feel like this, right? Then I think that's important, not just for sales, but for people to stay engrossed into what they're reading if they just see it laying you know, on their table yeah. where they keep their books, right? It makes you want to get back into it. So I think yeah. that's important. But please tell us about the process of actually saying, you know what, I'm going to write this. Yeah, so um, Rafa and I both had the idea of doing a health book. And once we became aware of the other person's idea, we was like, you know what, we just need to collab, bro. I was already a fan of his work because he had did a few books on finances, um, how to mm -hmm. Hustle to Win and, and several other books. So this is his fourth book, my first. But um, basically, like, another thing about the imagery, like, you see the house, it might look like just the old house in the hood or something, but then you see all that light and cosmic energy inside, yeah, and that right. really corresponds with the point of the book. Like, when you say the hood or you say the projects, you typically think of people who just, you know, wasted, left out, you know, they scrambling for this and that, People, rich people waiting for them to die off. You know, that's who the companies just use for fuel, the et cetera, et cetera, right? But the truth is that the most potent, most amazing, magnificent power possible in the universe exists in those people specifically. Mm -hmm. Yes, the primordial power is in everything. These microphones, these chairs we living in, all this is life force energy, but it's levels to everything too, you mm -hmm. know? 
So um, we just really wanted to put a bright spotlight on that. Like, yeah, you be bashing these folks and this and that. You be talking dirty about us. But at the end of the day, we where it's at. And the the main thing for anybody who doesn't get the book, the main thing that I want you to understand is that when we be trying to get like black liberation, like popping, it's not to so we could get on the on a high horse and like bash any other race or group of people. It's because the reason we want to have black liberation is because whatever vibe we're on is what you're going to see in the world. So true. Like every so-called race has a purpose and a function down here, you know, like color. You see, we have a section of colors on here. Color is mm-hmm. vibration. When it comes to the purpose and the power in black people, we're the the tone setters. So wherever we're vibrating, that's what the world is going to see. Mm-hmm. Even at our lowest, you see people over in Asia doing the Soldier Boy, 10,000 deep. Doing Michael Jackson dances, 10,000 deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, wherever we're at, whatever we're doing, that's what you're going to see. So as soon as we get on the come up and get back in our rightful place, the thing is, everybody can win. Mm-hmm. You know? But I think it's so much fear outside of us that that's like, you know, the little contrast or, or um, conflict right now. But it's inevitable. You know what I'm saying? But this is just our... Um, effort at making it a super easy transition because it's going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just a matter of, you know, how much friction, you know, the people want to experience in the process. I love it. So I have some things that I do want to get into into the book. Um, my second question is about you starting off in the book from uh, you talking about the universe. Can you talk about the importance of placing that first? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so even when we talk about stars, we still talked about the cosmos and the blackness prior to the stars. Because typically, you know, even in astrology, we, you know, talk about the zodiac signs and I'm this, I'm a Leo, I'm a Capricorn, I'm a this and I'm a that. But when and we talk about planets, but it's important to discuss where those planets are suspended in in the first place. We talk about the sun and tell life and time by the sun, but the sun even exists in that blackness. So why not start there? We like to count. You know, this is $1, $2, this is a penny. But all of these numbers come out of the zero. So we just wanted to give people a foundation um, for everything else that we discussed. So basically, we started off with that primordial power, the blackness. And and we also put a chart in there for those of you who may not have the book or may not want to get it. But we also wanted to um, explain and show that when we say words like the Honorable Elijah might have used triple black darkness. Nowadays, you hear people say dark matter. You hear people say zero point energy. All of these are synonyms. And if you study these things individually, what you'll notice is that you'll grasp a different level of understanding, just like a slice of the pie, until eventually you can grab the whole thing. And you can have a thorough understanding of everything outside of that. Mm-hmm. Or not necessarily outside of that, but you'll understand that everything is that just in a different form. I agree. I think you said that it was important for people to heal themselves based on a little bit of that theory that a healer, quote, air quotes, can only go so far that if you don't have the foundation and the root of how things exist. Right. It's kind of hard to keep that up for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's very important. Um, Speaking of that, you talk about pressure meditation, pressure mediation, mediation. Excuse me. Can you can you talk about that? 
that's mother that's mother nature's language right there mm. you know we um we can think about what we want to accomplish we can i'm going to be rich one day everybody want to be a millionaire when you sick everybody want to be healed up mother nature don't give a damn about what you talking about she's going to respond to your pressure what are you what are you um exerting what efforts are you giving you know to reach that destination you know are you being consistent are you um striving to get to whatever space? But um yeah, that's basically like the the hidden language for those of you who don't understand nature. We mm-hmm. have all these different um perspectives and a lot of people getting their egos. Especially a good example would be the black community. You know, whatever place took you out of that religious mindset, people usually typically have like this um they feel like they have an obligation to that uh school of thought and they're mm-hmm. like yeah this is how i'm thinking i'm a hebrew israelite i'm a muslim i'm a whatever whatever but at the end of the day all of us need to humble ourselves and understand that the language is the same underneath all of these things you know pressure is where it's at but basically that's the background function to magnetism so you might we all have our own individual magnetic fields but what determines the actual broadcast or parameters of a magnetic field is the pressure behind it that determined that and that pressure is even behind that will be our awareness and our consciousness got you you know so mm-hmm. that's basically a simple simplified way you know I love the way you described it in the book and that's why I, you know I wanted you to speak on it a little bit we kind of talked about light you talk about light a lot in the book right yeah. I, I mean you find it in the beginning when you're explaining things from a universal perspective but then it carries on through the book so I won't touch on that too much but um, the chapter on melanin, right? The first thing that I thought about when I read it, remember the song Complexion Deja mm-hmm. with uh, Complexion Rhapsody. Yeah, Rhapsody. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful, right? And then you have the charts about melanin and mm-hmm. and you discuss what melanin truly is. And I kind of want to talk about it a little bit because it's a pop word, right? In pop culture right mm-hmm. now, like my melanin's popping or I got That's melanin. Right. Like it's something that we talk <laughs> about. Um, so I just want you to speak on melanin from that a pop culture perspective and why at this current moment, I don't know if it's people, more people, it's the age of information, people are learning more, mm-hmm. and it's just timing. Um, and then I also want you to talk about, from the book's perspective, how do we fix, how do we begin to take the steps to address colorism that still obviously exists, right? So, Wait, okay. so before you answer that, I do want to say, in the book, like he was talking about the different charts, and I don't know if y'all can see this. So that's a chart on melanin and the pigments and um, basically like the colors and their roles. And um, he gives the uh, scientific name of the pigment and then um, or what kind of melanin uh, the pigment is. And then, um, you know, how it interacts uh or how it controls a function right um of your of your body and before that uh he names the systems of the body so by the time you get to if you read the book in order by the time you get to the melanin chapter um you will have gone through um understanding you know, all of the astrological, uh, the, the, the corresponding astrological um, 
systems or how the systems, you know, we have 12 systems of the body and then you have, you know, 12 astrology signs. So you would have gone through like what those systems are, you know, and their functions on, on a scientific level, but then also astrologically. And then there's some other um, planetary uh, correlations as well. And so I just wanted you to add that into your into what into Brittany's question okay cool yeah. i'm gonna start off with that because that actually is a um, prerequisite mm -hmm. yeah that's antecedent to it so when it came to the intention because that was a previous question as well we wrote the book in a circle so we start off with the primordial material and we basically you know from there you got you got cosmic dust and all these primordial features etc star formation and then we start talking about astronomy which is the blueprint for astrology and so on and so on and then show the astrological mirror into the physical body and so on and so on um and then by the time we get to melanin which is you know a, a, a pop word like you said i um want us to understand because back in the day it was like yeah we got melanin and white people don't got <laughs> melanin and it, like every single thing has melanin or else it doesn't exist because that's basically like the earthly form of the blackness that we started off with. You know, uh, for anybody that wants to get scientific with it, of course, study the element carbon. Dr. Sebi was real adamant about that. He used to be like, it's no such thing as melanin. It's just carbon, you know. And some people like nowadays be trying to bash him or they might not understand where he was coming from. But that was real key because you can't really. That's like saying, uh you talking about the hood, but you don't want to mention black people. Like, you got to get down to what it actually <laughs> is scientifically. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Substantially. So um, that particular section is key um, for nowadays because once we understand how to clean it, respect it, and we get a gist of what it is capable of doing or allowing us to do, we can, you know, tap into all them superpowers we be seeing on the movies and in the cartoons growing up. We be looking at it amazed from the TV screen, but how many people are interested in tapping into that? You know how many dormant organs we got in the body that we don't even discuss in, you know, biology books know. and stuff? Like, we was really doing it big back in the day. And we can do that nowadays. It's just a matter of conditions, you know? cleaning Re the movie the matrix was called the resurrections right like we yeah. can really resurrect those forces and when we talk about um astrology towards the all throughout the book really but um towards the end we talk about the planetary influence it's a tad bit more the planet pluto has a very special relationship with black people because it not only governs transformation death and rebirth and things like that <laughs> but it also right you see, right not now that's that's divine that's order. just yeah i was just about to say that's crazy it is say future that. and pluto yeah, yeah. Wow. crazy yeah. but we the universe knows exactly what it's doing uh -huh. it have to use that medium because that's where everybody looking that's yeah. the he the hottest this that yeah, you know, no what kanye was just say he's the most significant artist of the last decade we might not think that but it is what it is to those, yeah. those who enter that you mm, know what i'm true. saying but that's that's the subconscious mind getting tweaked which is really all that matters at the end of the day wow. but um pluto has a, a special relationship with black people because it not only corresponds with those things but resonates with old 
dormant forces being released, finally, you know, and that's what's going on with us. We've been oppressed. We done went through so-called slavery. We done been stripped of our lineage and our attachment to the land and ownership, et cetera, et cetera. And it had an effect on us. You know, look at our generation and the babies popping out now. Mm -hmm. But the release of those dormant, like, pullback forces is what the world is experiencing right now. And that's that has a lot to do with us by whatever means, back to that word pressure, is so much pressure, we can't die. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's so much pressure that we're busting right now and we're being released, you know, subconsciously and mentally from all of those limitations. And the world is about to, not even about to, it's experiencing us right now to the, to the point where if you even pay attention to the news, it's not just one bad guy falling off like white systematic white supremacy is buckling and crumbling by the day mm -hmm. i'm seeing police officers doing all types of sketchy stuff putting put on blast every time i get on instagram <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like the world is really bowing down to what we have going on behind the scenes and that is attributed to melanin and the condition of it you know i want to ask it i want you to elaborate on um like i said you Talk about the different, you know, systems. And I wanted, um, for me, you know, I grew up, my mom was very, um, God rest her soul, was very, um, I'll say, vigilant <laughs> and diligent about um, the skin system. So, like, caring for your skin. That's, like, in my family, that's, like, a huge tenant or value you know um you know you know from like not wearing really too much makeup mm -hmm. to um what kind of products the makeup is made of like me i don't wear makeup i haven't really never worn makeup probably since high school uh, when i learned what was in makeup um but uh not no no shade to people that wear makeup Mm -hmm. I just don't choose to put that in my body, even vegan stuff already. But um, I wanted you to, I want to read something here. I hope I can read it. I told you I'm supposed to be wearing my glasses. Let me put on my glasses. So, uh, <laughs> Is straining your eyes, like, how do you feel about trying to strengthen your eyes by not wearing your glasses? Because they do become dependent on them as you wear them. Yeah, um, I think that there's. We were talking earlier about uh, particular nutrients called mm -hmm. um, nutrients called anthocyanins, which you could get from like dark colored fruits, vegetables, etc. That's um, very effective from the inside out. But um, another means, of course, is like if you don't have on your glasses, um, allowing the sun to penetrate your uh, eye, either like early in the morning with that infrared light, or towards the latter part of the day. Mm. Um, maybe like experts can do it, you know, when it's like noon or something like that. Right. But starting <laughs> off, you want to make sure you you just you know getting off that morning energy Dang. and um different exercises, just like you can do push ups and sit ups and stuff like that with your eyes. You can do different movements or whatever to just like how you can like try your best to like look to the left or like the external portions like and it's like that slight pull that's the equivalent of like doing yoga and stretching with the other parts of your body just with mm -hmm, the eyes mm -hmm. you know and your i need body to do will, that yeah you ever had like gook on a rubber band and then mm -hmm. you stretched it and it came off mm -hmm. it has a similar effect because mm. a lot a lot of times like you know piper um plaque and mucus they just call it different names on the scalp is dandruff on the eyes is cataracts etc <laughs> right, et right. so you basically like getting that gook or like 
undid until the point where the body could release it through its mm-hmm, lymphatic system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, you know? cool. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about skin because you have... Um, them glasses hard, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another pair my mom chose. Thank you, mom. She always yeah, tried to yeah. keep me in style. Right. Um, so you talk about excellent skin foods, but I just wanted to read something. Just so you... And I think you wrote this part here, right? Because you're... Uh, he wrote the summaries. I wrote he the, wrote the summaries, wrote right? The Rafa wrote the summaries. The book, I think this is this everything. is... This is you. Uh-huh. Okay. So I just want you guys to hear um, what the reading experience is like, you know, just so you can understand how clear and clean um, and simplified the book is. Um, what we refer to as creation is nothing more than the differentiation or formation of the primal material of the universe while the ego is responsible for the illusion of our mental and spiritual separation, the skin is responsible for our apparent physical separation as it gives the appearance of parameters and distinguishes between the inside and outside of a person. We are all interconnected on many levels, but the skin reminds us of what we are undeniably responsible for. I love that. What we term the skin is essentially a combination of minerals magnetically suspended and held together in water. And this section comes um, within the section where you talk about the different systems of the body. So we know that the skin is your largest organ, right? Like you have your heart, your brain, and your skin is your largest organ. And we know that your skin um, responds to and absorbs and releases, um, you know, toxins. And we know that uh, if you want to, you know, let's say heal someone or do some medicine, you could, you know, maybe drop it under their tongue or take it in food or a drink or a tea, or you could rub it into their skin, uh, especially like if you use castor oil, for instance, you know, um, on those parts of the body where it's going to go seep, you know, right under that layer and go straight to wherever you want to, you know, put it. So I wanted you to talk about, um, this 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 skin chapter because you talk about the skin foods um yeah so i wanted you to talk about skin for a second because we just talked about melanin which made mm-hmm. me think about skin mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah so um for those of you who are not familiar our skin has about seven layers um the different dermal layers but um i also wanted to point out that sea moss is an excellent food for that too i know we learn about like ingesting it and it has all these um nutrient rich properties or whatever but you could also take that in a gel form and like massage it into your skin and body or whatever and give it some some type of um nutrients from the outside in but when it comes to the skin like piper was saying it's extremely important what we put on ourselves because eventually whatever you allow to touch your skin it makes its way down to the bloodstream And we all know how important the blood is, either consciously or subconsciously, you know, that's like your um, biological blueprint, you know, that that primordial ocean inside of you that allows for animation and different things of that nature. But um, depending on the part of the body the skin um, expresses, 
itself in like or or like as far as like disease is concerned i know this is really far-fetched but let's say like herpes or something like that they're the only difference in the different types is basically the location you know what i'm saying so when it comes to the skin it has this like cosmic intelligence to it that basically communicates to us what we need to address you know what i'm saying from like super innate levels to the point where you might see like discoloration to the point where on the opposite end you might see some disformation like blisters and things of that nature but anyways it's a system that typically gets left out one because it's like she said it's a it's an organ so it needs to be respected and treated as such but um, we need to just start respecting it and honoring it because it's our face, if you will. It's like an extension of the face. For anybody who doesn't understand the etymology of words, face is like a mask. You know, the skin is basically what's separating you. It's honoring all the different parts have a, have a special uh, function. But this particular one is basically separating you from the rest of creation. You know, apparently, at least, or vibration-wise, at least, you know. So, um, yeah, as far as nourishing it, I think that the primary thing you could do is expose it to as much sunlight as possible. Some people in other countries, you know, they walk around butt-naked, you know, because that's like the... Over here, we might look at that like it's something lowly, but that's probably one of the most healthiest things you could possibly do. Some people over here in the Americas, they might just, you know, open up their uh, private parts in a window or something so they could get some light in. Or they might, what's it called, the deer effect or something? Mm. Or you like, some people just like, you know, put it down um, the other hole so they could nourish their body from the, the, the bottom up. But um, yeah. The skin is something that gets really slept on, but has a lot of cosmic and um, mysterious properties to it that I think we're still discovering mm. to this day. But um, typically we say like melanin and look at it as pigment. But the truth is every single portion of our body, every square inch is composed of some type of melanin, you know, not just the skin. That's just what we get to like look at to kind of see the um the range because it's also some type of parameter you know to let us know what's going on inside the body too. Yeah, so I'm gonna throw it to you, Deja, if you have another question. I I don't think I do. This has been great. I I feel like I should, but you guys have touched on pretty much everything, and that skin portion was like the. The last thing looming over mm -hmm. my brain. Mm -hmm, um, cause well, what I, about you, Brittany? Of course. Um, I had a. a I probably just got two more because Go I'm ahead. like, because y'all need to buy the book. So, uh, <laughs> well, but, I uh, want to. I get it. But what about. Is this a true statement? So, is food. Can food be considered a magnetic field that fuels our skin? Is food. Food is a magnetic field, correct? Everything has a magnetic field. Okay. Yeah. Food has everything. So. A vibrational yeah. currency. So we started off the book. You brought up talking about the blackness and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That is where things come from. So everything outside of that is a thing. Every single thing has its own signature magnetic field. So we could say that the food is basically magnetism. Okay. Which has its magnetic field. I would just, I'm, I'll be all meticulous. And I know. That's that mercury. That's energy, what I'm asking. Bad. No, that's what but, I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. To answer your question, yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about, um, I have two, two things that, three things that are very important. 
And you don't have to talk about it in the format of the book because I want people to read the book as well. But the subject matter is important. Um, we can we can speed do it too. So geometry, when I say that to you, what does that mean to you? Um, not, you know, separating it from how we were taught geometry in school or even how people conceptualize mm-hmm. it through playing pool, right? Yeah. Why is Why did geometry make it into this book? Um, because the shape of something dictates its function. You know, like a like a tire is shaped like a circle so it can roll, right? Or your house has a square foundation so it can sit on the ground, you know? In masonry, we have different tools and different things, so things have their own shapes so they can perform how they are supposed to in the world. But um, geometry comes in handy because it actually is the science that you can use to determine those shapes mm. and make it super simple, you know? Yeah. Mm. And then for those who are interested, like in astrology, the sign that came to mind too is Capricorn. Because Capricorn is corresponding with our structure and our skeletal system, which you need geometry to determine. I love it. You know? Yeah. I wanted you to talk about, um, I'm going to use the word frequencies. So you um, talking here about there's a chapter that says um, it's chapter 30, everything vibrates. And you talked before about um, how you're studying the magnetism, right? Um and you know, and I told you before about the uh, the chi master that I went to see that had the chi. You Dr. know, Lee. Yeah, he sounds so cool. Master Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, but here in chapter thirty, where you talk about everything vibrates, uh, you said here we want to take a look into specifically at how the law of vibration expresses itself in the human body when we see. The abbreviation MHZ, which is like megahertz, mm-hmm. um, it means on million cycles per second. The abbreviation MHZ stands for, you know, megahertz. Mm-hmm. So I wanted you to, because you also give here, um, I wanted people to see, I don't know if people could see this, where you talk about uh, what it looks like to have a health, there we go, where it looks like to have a healthy body and, um, some characteristics and um, a, a few characteristics of what disease looks like in the body. Disease, disease. So I wanted you to speak about frequencies um, and their impact. Because I know if you go like, I'm taking vocal lessons. My vocal coach has me go on um, 526, you know, or just different Free, different frequencies that she has me meditate to um, and each one like corresponds to like something different that's going to happen in my brain and my body and things like that mm-hmm. and we talked about how you can use like you know it's some like an instrument right like a tuning I'm calling it a tuning fork but to you know bring the frequencies into like a certain uh, pattern or whatever right yeah. but I wanted you to t- talk about maybe kind of combine it because Brittany mentioned light which is also a frequency and wavelengths and things and like the correspondence of like uh, frequencies and what they have to do with our health or 
or or disrupting our health mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So at the beginning of the book, we had a small paragraph size, I think, on what's called dielectricity. And that is basically. Um, so right now, you you know, you know what's up with like Nikola Tesla back in the mm-hmm. day and how they kind of watered stuff down by the time they got to, let's say, Albert Einstein and uh, Thomas Edison and stuff that kind of put us in this box to, you know, limit people's understanding of what goes on behind the scenes. Prior to them, you had people like um, Charles Proteus Steinmetz and um, J.J. Evans and different people who were like uh, prior to a Nikola Tesla or whatever. Um, and basically they were they understood what was called dielectricity, which we would say nowadays spirit. But anyways, I bring that up because dielectricity um, complemented by magnetism at a 90 degree angle is what creates light. That's the formula. Can you for light. Re- repeat that? Because that was pretty intense what you just said there. So dielectricity, which is basically for those who are not familiar, which is the bulk of us because we don't learn this in public schools or private schools for that matter, um, is basically the substance in the ether. It, it is the ether, if you will. But when we say ether, typically we're talking about like the still undifferentiated state, like the zero state ether. When there is a disturbance or a perturbation in the ether, we call that dielectricity. Dielectricity expresses itself in the form of what we call magnetism naturally, like it automatically happens. You know what I'm saying? Like if you were to push your finger through a plastic a sheet or something like that what you that's that's that pressure and then what you see on the other side is basically how magnetism takes place a, the combination of those two things at a 90 degree angle is how we get light now light the reason for bringing that up is because now that we are light light can be expressed at different wavelengths we say frequency for those of you who don't understand that um substantially like let's say for instance i drink this bottle of water i'm probably going to go to the bathroom a little more frequently than you guys you know what i'm saying if i'm doing that every time i'm here with you you know but basically the amount of um the the way that the wavelength um basically circulates or moves about in a particular window you know that can happen like extremely fast when we say high frequencies or it can happen extremely slow like with a microwave or something, right? And we're high-frequency individuals. That's why the doctors who know what's up, they tell you pregnant women don't stand in front of the microwave or don't do things around low frequencies, et cetera, et cetera, because it contradicts the standard vibration of what you want to have going on for a quote-unquote healthy body. Now, when we say healthy and unhealthy, I personally just equate that to a person either going in either direction. Because if a person is like so-called pure and then they start doing a whole bunch of BS, you know what I'm saying? Then they're going in a unhealthy direction. You know, eventually they might take themselves out the game still and vice versa. A person could be, you know, poverty stricken or whatever and have like limitation and then get rich and be able to buy fruits and vegetables or manifest a garden in the backyard and they can constantly get healthier. You know, so it's like a pole thing going on there. Mm. But um, when it comes to frequencies inside the body, I think that it's important for us to understand charts like these. Basically, so we can have free will, eat whatever you want to. If you want to do Burger King, do your thing. I don't care. You got you, you, you know, you could do whatever you want to under the sun. But at the end of the day, if you understand how your body works and the ranges that are best for you, 
you can know how much Burger King to eat before you do a cleanse. Or you might need to know how often you need to work out or how much water you drink in order for you to not have problems. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's just a um, a template that I think is important for people to just respect themselves more. Because if we did that simple thing, you could still eat whatever you want to in moderation and not have to go to the hospitals and not have them mm. filled up like it is nowadays. We could be our own doctors right at home just based off of understanding the way that we vibrate. So how do you feel about like digital devices that emit EMF? Um, I think that which is electronic. Uh, no, electromagnetic radiation. Right. Okay. Um. So nowadays, we keep in mind like planets and their energies are going to be expressed. Mm. So we're in the so-called age of Aquarius, which is ruled by Uranus, which basically governs technology. Right. So we're going to have a uh, upgrade of technology constantly for like the next thousand years or something like that. Plus, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that it's inevitable for those things to exist. Mm-hmm. But I think that in order for us to stay healthy, we're going because that like getting bombarded with all those waves is going to increase it's up to us to increase our frequencies internally which can only happen via upgrading our consciousness um participating with healthier practices and people upgrading our environments our food choices etc etc you know because if we're going to like a bad guy on a video game or the tv show like they get the good guy get beat up then he gotta go train and then he could come back and deal with the bad guy it's Mm -hmm. the same principle you know what i'm saying but that's just what time it is and those who don't get with the program it's the circle of life you know they're Mm. gonna turn it to an ancestor and it is what it is Mm. i I wanted to talk about that you have begin where you are verse um well the title's called begin where you are so talk about the thin line of that concept of you mentioning that in the book versus people knowing this knowledge knowing the direction they should be going in and don't do it yeah, so um, that really sprouted from, like, on the Instagram. I be on there every day like everybody else. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? I'm not perfect. I be scrolling, too. But what I do is I see a lot of people who are, quote-unquote, health coaches or specialists, and it's like, do this. It's my way or the highway. And if you don't do this, you about to die. Or, like, come on, bro. F- for one, everything is not for everybody. Just like there's thousands of religions, there's thousands of ways to heal, you know? Because, like, a dot, you can like expand that and turn it into a sphere so who's to say that your particular angle or spot on the sphere is the right one Mm -hmm. that's not how it works where the the way to get healthy is to make your way back to the center right which we say in the book is the opposite of all things that's that's how we are interconnected we look like you sitting over there you over there and i'm over here but if we meditate we can mess around and be doing some telepathy or something i know you didn't have a situation oh yeah dang i was just thinking about you (laughs) Uh uh-huh that's a clear example right there you know whether people want to realize it or not (laughs) but um starting where you are one allows you to be genuine and realistic with that vibrational condition that you're Mm. at and to just be realistic about how you must maneuver in a gradual manner to wherever your goal is you know we just want to respect and honor people more and we need people to respect themselves and not try to just do everything that they see on the tv it's the it's the health equivalent of in the every community i was gonna say the black community but you got the kardashians doing it too like where they got this standard for how a woman should look right now it's the average for women to go down to Dr. Miami or to go to somewhere and get a butt job, BBL, boob job, boop, 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 because they want to look like a Barbie doll, right? Barbies when, didn't even used to look but, like Right. Yeah, I'm you just know what saying, I'm saying, like, 
Yeah. Just thinking about it. Yeah. The caricature yeah. that the Kardashians have. Yeah, if you're not this way, into. you're not beautiful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the equivalent of that with health nowadays. Right. If you're not doing like this and eating off the Dr. Sebi diet, you're not healthy. Mm. When in actuality, some people's lifestyle and their purpose on earth doesn't require for them to be a vegan or a vegetarian, you know? Mm-hmm. I recommend my clients go to look at their second house to I'm not a, I don't call myself an astrologer, so go to an astrologer to get them to break it down for you after you see me, (laughs) right? But look at your second house, um, your sixth house, and in some cases, even your 10th house to see like what your lifestyle needs to be like according to food and um, how your taste and your likings go and all of that digestive system requirements and all of that can be found in your birth chart, you know? So we want to look at the stars, Regardless of what people say, like astrology is evil. Like if it was really evil, why would God put them up above your head, bro? Like, come on now. We got to get more realistic. You know, if the sun makes you get hot when you step outside, what (laughs) makes you think that the other planets don't have an influence on you? Mm. You know, like small stuff like that. We just got to grow up and get more realistic. But back to your question. Like, just starting off where you are is really the only thing that makes sense. Because if you're not doing that, you're you faking it. Or you're not being, you putting on fake boobs diet-wise, you know? Like, it, it don't work like that. Mm-hmm. Well, before we go, I, I, I just wanted to say, um, when I first saw you, you did this amazing breakdown of DNA. So, I'm not going to ask you to do that now. I'm going to ask you to come back and Uh-oh. do um yeah. i would love to you have to come back come hey. back come back more frequently y'all like be so a regular cool. guest and hey. then, yeah, that'd be great um, man, that would be so and give us some breakdown but before we go i do want to say one thing and since we're leaving i think it's apropos <laughs> to finish with a conversation about cleansing <laughs> so um i so like i don't know aisha's on here she's a um Aisha Ellis is not only an amazing drummer and mother and artist, but um, in farmer, but she's also a colon hydrotherapist and she's my colon hydrotherapist. And I always make jokes and say um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, I'm so glad that uh, uh, Aisha is my colon hydrotherapist because <laughs> I couldn't imagine going to a stranger to uh, get that done. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I you know, no, 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 no disrespect because uh, I don't even know now in COVID are people doing uh, colon hydrotherapy. Like I don't know Man. if anyone's offering it. I know Dr. Jesse here, Dr. Jesse Brown in Detroit, um, Detroit Holistic Center. That's where I was going to get my um, colon hydrotherapy. And Aisha um, was is slash was my colon hydrotherapist. And since um, we've been in this pandemic, I haven't gone to go get guys to go once a year, but um, I've just been, you know, doing different, different things about cleansing. But, um, you know, I wanted to, I wanted you to speak um, about two things in particular. So it's a twofold. um, It's not a question. I just wanted you to speak Mm -hmm. on it. The idea, which I learned from Dr. Jewel Pukram, is not to stuff yourself, mm-hmm. not to, well, number one, drink enough water so, so that you're not hungry because many times your hunger is really thirst. 
um, and uh, if you're starving yourself, then your body thinks it's hungry, but it might actually be thirsty and starving yourself, meaning from water, like you're not getting you're not getting um, enough water throughout the day with all your minerals. But then if you get to that, like, you know, when people say, oh, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry. Right. Um, maybe they haven't um, taken in enough micronutrients or nutrients. Right. So so they are starving right in a sense right and so i want you to and then by the time they eat it's like oh i gotta eat till i'm full you know and that's how like that's a reptilian way of eating you know like reptiles eat so that they eat and then then they don't need to eat for like another long time (laughs) until they could kill again and so um i wanted you to speak kind of twofold because for me i think about drinking water and you spoke before about elimination, but the impact of not drinking water um, and what that has on your on your system and the way that your body is able to um, clean or not clean itself and the importance of like all of that. Anyway, that was a whole lot, but I just wanted you to like speak on that. Paraphrase it one more time. Water. So like and you know the, the the importance of the relationship. Okay. Between getting the ample amounts of water, uh-huh. you know, and and elimination, and, and and the importance of elimination, and 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 the maybe you can even touch on like you know wh- how that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So, water is the most soluble element on the planet. So it's able, like, eventually the Titanic is going to get broken down. So we need water in order to kind of, like, um, break down the hardness. A lot of times when we consume foods, we forget, like, everything. Let's say you eat a blueberry. You could break that down into light, you know, by the time you assimilate it and get it into the gut, you know. If you eat a big, juicy steak, however, the body can break it down, but it's going to need a lot more effort. And things like elements like water will you know be your friend in that endeavor and if you have a lack of water in the body it's going to be extremely hard imagine trying to like mop a floor with like bricks and you know a mop or mop a floor without dipping it in the water you know how complicated that would be mm. you would be scrubbing for days that's a great analogy so, yeah i just came up with that on the spot <laughs> yeah i used to suck at analogies man but yeah that was smooth but um yeah as far as cleansing goes i um want to reiterate something Dr. Kiefer put me on and I was like doing it in phases. Sometimes we just hear detox, detox, detox all the time. And some people can detox themselves to death. And another thing is you might want to prep for a detox even. So in the book, we put decongestion before you detox. Mm -hmm. So like when you back to cleaning up, like using the house as an analogy, before you start sweeping and mopping, you take the chairs out. Right. Or you take the move the couch or whatever. You move the furniture away and then you get to it. So that's basically why decongestion is important. So you can exercise to do that. You could some people up on like kombucha or lemons and limes or different things to kind of like loosen up what you're about to remove. Mm -hmm. And that way, when the chlorophyll comes, it could do its job extremely easily. Mm. You know, Um, another thing that we forget about when it comes to the water is that you could go to a health food store. Better health, Zerbos, whatever you went to, and buy 
all of the healthiest things. You could get all the herbs off of Dr. Sebi's list. But if you aren't hydrated, that particular food is not going to work like what you intended it to, how you intended it to work. You know what I'm saying? So um, water is not just something that's important. It's essential. Mm -hmm. You know, when you were developed in your mama's womb, it was a plethora of water molecules there, you know, allowing for you to be developed because water is also a portal, mm -hmm. you know, next to all these other titles. But to, um, I think that that particular science is under underestimated in a sense. And I think that too many times, too, we get caught up on how much water to drink and not necessarily the quality of the water, which is one thing. And then the other side to that is, OK, now what are you doing to the water now that you drink it? Because if you drink in the gallon a day, right, and then you got a funky attitude, the water being a receptive element, a feminine element, is now subject to all of that frequency on a low vibrating level oh that you just... Oh, my God. Look at you spitting bars. I'm hey, like, wow. It is, it's the truth, though. It's the For truth. For real, you're you just know? magnifying mm -hmm. that. Basically. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Amplifying If you want a thorough understanding, you can go to a couple of places. One of them is Dr. Masuro Emoto, who's the ancestor now. And then prior to him, you had the OG, Dr. Mona Harrison. You might be able to find some of her work on YouTube now and probably some lectures and articles on the Internet if you could pull them up and research enough. But she was basically the primary um, person when it came to like the science of water. Nobody was really touching on that. And then you came out with all this new stuff about alkaline water and this and that. But yeah, tap in with her when you get a chance. That's Dr. Mona. Harrison. And then for like the more um, digestible modern day work, you can actually buy in book form. Um, Dr. Masuro Emoto. That's M-A-S-A-R-U. Last name E-M-O-T-O, I think. Yeah. The hidden messages in water, the power of oh, water. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I know y'all Y'all have seen that titles. that YouTube video, right? Mm-mm. With the, um, the impact of the water uh of music or vibrations or speech yeah. on the water mo molecule is a pretty popular one you they just mm -hmm. seen it yeah, yeah. check mm -hmm. that out please mm -hmm. okay well i brought y'all have y'all know that we watch all types of podcasts on here and if you saw the studio right now you would see how we get down and we kind of like drink champs you know how <laughs> in drink champs they bring all the all the liquor bottles like uh -huh. i brought some herbs it's, it's just a just a few Show but some. well the thing is what i wanted to do you know how nori does the like rapid fire thing <laughs> where he asked oh. them for like the the MC, mm -hmm. so I wanted to do the rapid fire with the uh, <laughs> with some of these herbs and you know things. So uh, we were just talking about elimination. So uh, we got some uh, cascaras. Oops, which way do I go? This way, this way. Yeah. So um, cascara sagrada. What's that? That's for the digestive tract. So that has a more so a masculine approach. I know we're familiar with Senna a lot. Like you see the girls mm -hmm. with the tummy tuck tees and all that modeling. Senna is the base for that, which has a feminine kind of relaxing the colon walls effect. The Cascara Sagrada does the polar opposite and kind of shakes up the walls a tad bit, you know, in order to help bowels pass through. It's indigenous to North America, so it's excellent for those of us who um, I have their lineage right here mm -hmm. in the Americas but um, yeah it's a powerful herb I recommend it I didn't bring the bottle of castor oil because I didn't want it to get messy but um, <laughs> castor oil <laughs> man same thing man Dr. Kifa she was really like because I, I had never tried it 
prior to that, I knew what it was because I heard about it, you know, <laughs> just from grandma's cabinets and stuff. Mm-hmm. But never again. Uh-huh. I promise you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put that on my scalp or something like that. But yeah, I ain't messing with it. You know? That's funny because, like, I use castor oil on my hair and my scalp. Mm-hmm. But then I, but, um, I do castor oil. I have the rubber sheet. Okay. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> the whole situation. You a different breed. And I bought the uh, the cheesecloth and the uh, the plastic wrap. So yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Flax. Um. Flax oil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say what it says on the internet. Okay. I'm person. I'm not a fan of flax oil. Okay. Okay. But, um, but tell us. Tell us why they're not a fan first. I'm just bougie, and I go to the best of the best. Like okay. with my teachers, you know, I'm yeah. rocking with Dr. Jewel. I'm rocking with Dr. Kifa, yeah. KT the Arch Degree, Dr. Sabi, Minister Hickey, yeah. people like this. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just an internet yeah. herb site or something. You know, I like to go yeah. to the premier thing. So when it comes to everything that flax can do, mm-hmm. I like what I think you have over there, too. The black seed oil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or um, for its omega properties, I'll go to the hemp seed. Mm-hmm. Right, I still love cooking with um, seeds. Yeah, different things like that. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I just tell like us the, about black seed. So, um, the oil form is cool. I actually get it in powder form because basically okay. it's the seed just broken down. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to assimilate, and you get the whole thing as a as opposed to just a portion, mm-hmm. you know, oil form. But um, yeah, like it says on the internet, if you Google it, like the ancient, you know. Uh, papyrus and stuff it'll be like yeah it could kill anything except for death (laughs) it's really it's hitting like that but a lot of people don't understand like that was back then before all this craziness before it was like processed man yeah Yeah. so you know you're gonna need to do that and complement it with foods and exercise Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, healthy mm -hmm. lifestyles and stuff but you know with that being said I think it's definitely a powerhouse food you know to something to have in the the, uh, cabinet for sure or the fridge Okay, uh, ashwagandha. Man, all of my clients will be stressing. That's definitely in a regimen um, alongside of Blue Vervain, which is an iron powerhouse that actually helps to calm and relax the nervous system. Right next to lemon balm, I'll put that on my regimen. Magnesium, too. Magnesium helps to, so mag is the old name for the sun. Right. right? Magnesium means to push you right. do have a section on cri- uh, minerals and crystals in here. Yeah. So I did read that, but I just wanted you to touch on it on the mic. Yeah. So the reason why it helps people relax is because it has that pushing effect. So okay. like anything that's like clogged up in the veins or arteries or whatever, it can help it to flow. And that way it kind of allows the pressure to subside and, you know, that way the peace comes about. Mm-hmm. But um, those other herbs basically um, like cause the vibration of peace or stimulate the, okay. the nervous system to be more poised and relaxed. Um, what about alfalfa? Uh, alfalfa is super dope. Nutrient powerhouse. That's probably, if I'm not mistaken, the main ingredient in that bottle of chlorophyll that you have. That's mm-hmm. like the go-to uh, chlorophyll source for oh, a lot of companies. Yeah. We have, uh, oops, oops. World Organics. I like them too. I yeah. like them a lot. I got about four of them bottles on my dresser right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dr. Kiefer used to be mad because when I used to fast, I used to be gulping a bottle with him down with Hilarious. a gallon. She's like, that's too much. Yeah. Like, hey, oh, man. You didn't get lightheaded? <laughs> you be walking around light. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. Uh, Shining. Milk thistle. Milk thistle is, yeah. Show this milk thistle. Not bad. Yeah, I definitely rock with milk Mm -hmm. thistle. Um, Excellent for liver regeneration and cleansing. Mm -hmm. So um, 
definitely for my clients that have liver issues, but I personally integrate it into my diet like towards either like the end of Pisces so I could be ready in the springtime when mm-hmm. the spring energy hits. Because mm-hmm. remember, the seasons correspond with different parts of the body too because yeah. the body mm-hmm. is a composite. It's the yeah, miniaturized universe. Right, living right. here. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get all the different seasons? Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah, that's intelligent. <laughs> I mean, people sure. don't understand that that's a... That's energy within itself that you get to experience different seasons. Like, yeah. I think we always talk about the water of Detroit being like a power, powerful energy orbit. But the experiencing in the Midwest, all the seasons is super powerful to me. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. Um, oil of oregano. What you said earlier, Debo. Yo, <laughs> I, I completely understand, you know, if you don't like it, but it's it's a heavy hitter, you know, especially nowadays with all that stuff going around, all them variants, yeah. you know, even people who want to be, you know, uh, you know, not believing, hey, do your thing. But those who understand what time it is, mm-hmm. grab you some oregano oil, drop it under the tongue, drop mm-hmm. it on the tongue if that's too much, put it inside of some water if that's too much, but have that in your diet because it's an excellent way to break down viral matter you mm-hmm. know we can't really kill viruses i see a lot mm-hmm. of companies like yeah this is a viral killer you can't really kill a virus like you can mm-hmm. a parasite mm-hmm. or let's say um some foreign bacteria mm-hmm. but you could definitely like break his bones and snap his neck and have yeah, you know, yeah. for lack of better words and, and he'll be like off. i ain't going back over there yeah <laughs> yeah for real and um, another thing is, mm-hmm. if it, if you do put it on your tongue and you taste how potent it is, just be grateful and imagine now what it's about to do to the rest of your body. Right. We about to get in there. You know? It's about to be the, It's about to be Neo. That's yeah. how I feel about fighting magnesium. against them sentience. People complain yeah. about like <laughs> I haven't experienced castor oil yet, but apple cider vinegar, <laughs> black seed oil, and oregano oil, and magnesium. Magnesium is number one for me. Yeah. And then it's probably no, actually. It's going to be apple cider vinegar, then it's magnesium, and then it's black seed oil, and then it's oregano oil. Okay, cool. cool. Mm -hmm. I can't do magnesium. I'm going to talk to you about apple cider vinegar off the air. (laughs) And what about um, (laughs) vitamin E? Yo, vitamin E is a nut. Everything is amazing, but I know this is a powerhouse. Everything is dope, but vitamin E is like one of them that you need in the cabinet for sure for sure especially if you got inflammation issues Mm -hmm. um not only is it excellent for nutrients and stuff and like elasticity and things of that nature but yeah when people have inflamed cells from all that nonsense in the body that's (laughs) an excellent way to calm that inflammation down Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. i know turmeric is real popular but vitamin Mm -hmm. e is something that'll really get to it a lot faster because turmeric take like 30 days before it it actually can be seen yeah like you could feel the effects it's know. true yeah um and then i just wanted to, this only because my friend makes it just wanted to shout out lottie remember when she came on the show yeah i loved her yeah this is lottie's um elderberry syrup you nice. can't really tell I used it too. but it's super tiny did like, you use any of it i mean i, I don't that- really need it Let, that's how sick i be and like when did lottie come on here 2018 mm-hmm. <laughs> i used it last year it was so good it's like four years later mm-hmm. like you know i don't um, thank you, God. I don't really get sick like that. Yeah. Um, and then what's this? You brought something. What's oh, this? That's called thieves. So uh-huh. that's actually a combination of different things. Peppermint, oregano oil is in there, cinnamon, things of that nature. Where'd you get that from? Um Nutra Foods and Royal Oak. Okay. Is that what I smelled when I came in? Is it, it, it minty? Like, maybe. 
I think so, because I think I sprayed some like right before you came. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I walked in, I was like, oh, it's minty in here. Yeah. <laughs> that got his cool. name supposedly from mm-hmm. like these, uh, like in medieval times, some robbers or something like that, <laughs> still taking gold or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, they would know people like that because of the stench, but they clothed themselves in that particular combination. Um, of, you know, different oils or whatever that were around and thus the name. But I'm pretty sure that was like some, you know, hocus pocus stuff. I'm pretty sure right. ancient Kemet was already on tip. Yeah. Maybe trying to make some folklore, trying to steal our glory. But yeah. Then no I wanted to uh, show y'all some uh, some motherwort. Can you see this? This is a bag of motherwort. Um, this is like an, uh, That's a pound, right? Is this a whole pound? Looks like it. Yeah. yeah. And basically... Um, yeah, motherwort. Um, I've only taken it in tea form, and mm-hmm. because I had it in combination with so many things, mm. I didn't really notice a specific effect. Okay. But um, I know people use it for like detoxing and healing and all types of things of that nature in general. But um, I'm not really sure of its specific uses in the body because I like to be practical, like yeah. text, I take stuff in like isolated forms mm-hmm. so I could know, see what's right, going do on. the knowledge. Yeah. Right. But that I haven't um, done the knowledge to specifically individually. So yeah, mm-hmm, I can't really mm-hmm. speak on that one. Yeah. They say it's good for, you know, um, strengthening your, yeah, when your cleansing systems. Okay. Cool. So, cool. Yeah. Uh, like a milk thistle. Okay. Uh, yeah, what else I got over there? Like, like your well, I won't say like black seed because black seed is uh, on the spectrum considered potent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, motherwort is considered like something you could drink um, daily. Okay, I mean you could do black seed daily. I yeah. do. A lot of people can. do. You, yeah, you yeah. can do black seed daily. It's it's definitely got potency though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's what I had for today. We're gonna have to bring you back, right? Y'all have fun yes. with, with oh, Asa. Yeah, yeah. that was you, a great choice, great Brittany. Show. Well, when you are gearing back up for Solar Power, you have to come back on and talk about it. Hey, hang man. out. Definitely. When when did you say you're gearing up for that? End of Soon, Capricorn. End of Capricorn season, yeah. which we already in. Oh, that's so. only a couple weeks. Yeah, Brittany's trying to bring you back on every hey. month. Come on now. Come on, let's do Oh, it. you want to you want to come on here every month? I'm down whenever y'all invite me. Okay. Here. All right. We're going to have you on here monthly. <laughs> let's do it. I love y'all. We're going to bring uh, we're going to bring Aisha on here too to do live colonics. <laughs> hey. oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding y'all. That's shout out to Aisha. <laughs> shout out to Aisha, man. Yeah, she shout out to Aisha. in the community for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Super so, good. um, now you told us a couple times, but now tell us definitively um, where we go to get this this book, where we go to learn more about how to be healthier and um, how we can um, get involved with the things that you're that you're doing and support you. Man, thank you. So the book can be purchased on Amazon.com, also on Barnes and Noble, uh, Walmart. But I'm going to recommend you go to my personal website, www.asamensdoctor.com. That's A S A. M-E-A-N-S-D-O-C-T-O-R.com. Um, health consultations are available on there. I do really recommend that you learn how to be your own doctor. However, if you need some assistance, you know, we have some, we have a plethora of health specialists in the city of Detroit and surrounding areas. But um, if you're out and about in some other states, you know, you can hit us up over the internet. 
Um, Piper, she be trying to be all humble and stuff. Y'all could, you know, bug her about a lot of stuff too. <laughs> She's a master in my head, if you ask me. But um, as far as my personal services, you can hit me up there. Hit me up on Instagram at same thing. Asa means doctor. A S A M E A N S D O C T O R. Uh, on Facebook, I think it's Asa Lockett. Yeah, ASA, last name, L-O-C-K-E-T-T. If not, it's Ace Means Doctor on there. And then Ace Means Doctor on Twitter, if you want to, you know, hear me ramble off. I just got on there, so I think I'm doing something. You know, <laughs> check me out. Hey, let's go. That's wonderful. So did you, oh, did you want to leave us with some um, words of encouragement for folks? Man, y'all better tap in and look inside of yourselves, you know. It's one thing to look in the mirror. It's another thing to close your eyes and to, like, really swim around and all of that primordial power. Like, really do that every day. One, because it's infinity inside of you. You know, when we say finite and then we say infinite, mm-hmm. you got to keep in mind, it, it's in the word. Infinite is in the finite. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So once you, like, tap, we talked about skin earlier. Once you break past that barrier and go inside, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. You have like literally unlimited opportunities to go in and like one discover yourself and then to pull that out and share it with the rest of the world. We need that right now. You know, there's so many of us with like dormant powers that, you know, really we only need a handful of people. So if it's a few of y'all listening that's really about that life, tap in, you know, meditate more, tweak up whatever you need to in your diet, really get in your bag and share it with the world because you might hit that one person that's going to be able to create that major domino effect and change the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, we're going to be shining once again, you know, and really like top and surpass even what we might have did in ancient Kemet and, and prior eras. But the point from right here to there can be either extremely challenging or we can make it easy on ourselves. And the more work we do within, the easier that, you know, route or transition will be. So I highly recommend the latter. Thank you. Yes. What about you, Deja? Would you like to leave us with some words of encouragement? Um, yeah, I kind of just want everyone to work on their breathing and I don't know, find time and space to meditate at least twice a day before you leave your home and before you get back in your bed. Just make time to breathe and let it go. What about you, Brittany? I'll just leave it with the book quote. I think in the book it says, everything in the universe has an attribute. And I love that. So on you, Pipe. Yeah. I mean, I'll just, since you said the quote, I'll just say the book title and let's make the hood healthy again. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Yeah. That was let's great. The so then I'll again. say also too, um, remember to like, share, and subscribe to Piper Carter Podcast, uh, YouTube, um, also you know, we're on the Detroit is different podcast network. And just a reminder that right now Detroit is different podcast network has a GoFundMe and also has um, an NFT for $250. You can be an investor into our platform that is um, delivered straight to us by um, our proprietor, Kari Way Frazier, who has put a lot of love and effort into this space. Um, that he is leaving for the community. And so, yeah, please 
think about investing or, you know, let others know that um, it's worth investing into. There are many other shows here on the network. So shouts out to all of them. And we are very grateful for all of you, our listeners. And this has been just a really wonderful way to end the so-called year, if we're talking about Gregorian calendar year. And we are going to be entering into a new year, right? According to Gregorian calendar time, we can have a no home. We'll bring Asa back and we'll have a whole nother conversation about what time we're in. But um, yeah, I was just going to ask you but to just like now, do your astrology reports when we come back. Yeah, maybe I'll bring the astrology reports back yeah. uh, next next uh, next year. And so, yeah, we're going to be in a new year. Um, we're ending this year. Just want to send lots of appreciation to everyone that has been patient with us. You know, this year, I um, my mom transitioned and she's an ancestor now. And that was really heavy for me personally. And uh, we took a, a break for all those months. And so just appreciate all of you for um, allowing us the space to take the break and um and and allowing me the space to have the the break that I needed to be able to come back but we've been working on um you know structuring the show and um you know we want to make sure that when we uh, come back that we're coming back like full force with a lot of things for you so yeah just go we're on Instagram we're on Twitter we're Twitter you could follow me Piper Carter or you follow Detroit is different um if you're on Facebook you or um Instagram you follow uh Piper Carter podcast and you can follow um Detroit is different and um yeah so we just really appreciate you and want you all to have a wonderful 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 new year and we will see you next year Peace. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. The founder of We Found Hip Hop has a say on what you should know about culture with a balanced conscience.